Warning, warning, battle convoy, now approaching Tanheni Towers. Please prepare for insertion. Welcome to Discovering SCP. This is going to be the first ASMR episode of Discovering SCP. Can you, can you hear this? Do you like that? Oh, no, 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 I don't. How does it feel going oh, in your ear holes? No, no, no. <laughs> Welcome to Discovering SCP. Stop, 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 stop. How many SCPs do you have for us today, Dan? Stop, 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 please, Leroy, please, it's freaking me out. I don't Why? like it, I don't like it. <laughs> so you can dish it, but you can't take it. Oh, you bet. Is that so? Wait, hold on, you fucked up your mic, it's all fuzzy now. We got three. Wait, Hello? Tan, Tan, hold on, you fucked up your mic, it's all fuzzy now. Sorry, is that better? No, it's like all... F- Did you like grab is it that, or something? Is that better now? Yeah, no, nah, you're good now. <laughs> it sounded like you shoved it in a thing full of styrofoam. Well, today we've got three cromulent SCPs. What does cromulent mean for the viewers at home? Wouldn't you like to know? Why don't you take Spicy. out your phone? Open Google search. Just I'll do a Google search. Just for you. Okay, that's... No, 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 no I can only last so long to listen to that. You can only last so long, huh? So you really liked it that much. Hmm? I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> Alright, so you said we have three today. Let's get started. What's the first one? The it's first? probably not Call of Duty Robots. I don't know why that came to mind, but... Huh. The first one we have today is SCP-2309, and it's called The Iron Wall of Dulquarnin by Univine. Dulquarnin? Yeah. How do you say <clears> that? <throat> Dulquarnin. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But All let's right. get into it. Oh, good. It's not very long. Thank oh, God. Yeah, sorry. I don't want to keep you here too long. <laughs> no, but I, the long ones, I lose stamina unless they're really good. Okay. So, let's begin. <clears throat> Item number. SCP-2309. Oh wait, never mind. I fucking sorry. The reason I was so perturbed, I forgot that I I got used to recording so many eighth rule space the other day. I I expected myself to read. I forgot it was you who does that. Why you slid? Isn't it Euclid? Special containment procedures. In order to prevent unauthorized access, the area surrounding the SCP has been enclosed by a chain link fence and given the public designation of a proving ground used by the Georgian land forces. A team of observers will be stationed at the SCP at all times to regularly report on its structural condition. Any breach in the SCP is to be reported immediately and considered a potential SK-class dominant shift scenario. Upon receiving such a report, Foundation military assets stationed in the East are to be activated and deployed according to Contingency Plan 2309 to assess the situation and, if applicable, engage any hostile okay. forces that so- appear. I'll say this. I feel bad because it makes me feel like I'm attacking this, whoever wrote this in particular. I'm not. Like, the first time that there was a contingency plan or an XK class event named the same number as the SCP, I was like, oh, that's epic. And now, at like the 20th time, I'm like, okay, can you, like, be a little more creative? <laughs> fucking, they're all named out. Like, contingency plan 2309, it's SCP 2309. They're all fucking yeah. named after the number. Well, it's a specific contingency plan for this. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense to use Yeah, but that. SCP. But, but I, I know what you're saying, but that implies that each SCP only has exactly one contingency plan, no, which actively dash, doesn't add up in the a, lore. You'd put a dash and then another number after it. But, let's see, that's just, I don't know. 
Description. The SCP is an approximately 20 metre tall and 5 metre thick wall, constructed from blocks of iron covered in a thin layer of brass, standing between the walls of the Blank Pass in Blank Region, Georgia. Although is SCP- it Georgia the country or Georgia the, the state? Country. Okay. <laughs> Otherwise it would not make sense to access military- <laughs> activate military assets in the Middle East. That <laughs> makes way more sense, yeah, I'm stupid. Although the SCP is not susceptible to damage by conventional means, it continuously deteriorates through an anomalous process in which pieces of metal disappear from the north-facing side of the SCP, leaving a variety of patterns generally similar to claw marks in appearance. Wasn't there another metal thing that gradually deteriorated? That that thing we read way, way early in the podcast, and they had to keep feeding it metal. That was the broken god thing, yeah, there, but that but didn't deteriorate. Yeah. That just they, well, no, but there was there was a broken god thing where they like had it suspended in water, right? Yeah, and well, that, like, they were the ones deteriorating that then. Right, right. So that wasn't like its thing. Sorry, my bad. This process of deterioration, which occurs between sunrise and sunset, will continue until the thickness of the wall is reduced to as little as five centimeters in some sections. The thickness? Please stop. Between each period of deterioration, the SCP will regenerate the lost material at a rate of approximately 0.5 millimeters a second, such that all the lost material will have been regenerated before the next period of deterioration. Oh, cool. Foundation historians believe that the SCP was constructed during the 6th century BCE under the sponsorship of Cyrus the Great, founder of the Achaemenid Empire. <laughs> Just a fucking YouTube video. Thank you to our sponsor, Cyrus the Great, from the Achaemenid <laughs> Empire. Being such a great sponsor Top for our slime patron. video. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> he donated 20000 to their Twitch stream. Speaking of which, t- actually, no. I'll talk about that later at the end of the episode. Remind me, there's a separate corner for talking to Tanoni at the end. Okay. I put a clap so you can find it and cut this part out later. <coughs> All right. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Um, oh, I, I told Jesus, you. Jesus remind Christ, me. Why, why are you so fucking loud all of a sudden? Me? Yeah. Oh, you... I might. Uh, uh, am I that loud? It's not showing that on my mic. I did clap in the mic during your AFK period so you could find it on the recording later. Yeah, you fucking and cut it out. You're like deafening all of a sudden. I'll turn you down a little bit. Yeah, sorry about that. My volume's still the exact same on my recording, so it shouldn't affect the recording. Okay. I was interrupting you saying I had something I wanted to talk to you about, but it's going to be such a long tangent, at least I think it will, that it's better for the end of the episode. Just don't let me forget. Okay, well, where were we then? Uh, we were, I was just talking about Cyrus the Great, so I think it was the first sentence, the second sentence of the second paragraph in the description. Okay. The historical existence of the SCP has been attested by various written sources dating from as early as the first century CE. The mm-hmm. sources see the Jewish War on a Bridge by Josephus, Department of Antiquities, 1911-86-98. Look at these non-cheds using common era instead of AD and BC. Shaking oh. my head. Publicly accessible versions of these sources have been modified accordingly to obscure the existence of location of the SCP. Of particular interest among these sources is the following first-hand account of the SCP, given by Salim at Turjumani, an official serving in the court of Caliph al-Wafiq of the Abbasid dynasty during the early 9th century CA. Why didn't you read it? 
this open report on the Iron Wall? <clears throat> yeah. Is this any in any way related to an Iron Curtain? No. It was in the ninth century. <clears throat> okay. That is a good point. <laughs> I'm stupid. Wow, I'm really out of it today. Uh, sorry. <clears throat> Uh, after the Caliph reported a dream in which he saw the Iron Wall of Dunkarnion, uh, we're not, probably not pronouncing this right. I know, I know there are people in the chat that probably know how to pronounce this. Don't bully us. Mm. Uh, the footnote says, literature of the two-horned one. Dunkarnion. not literature. Literally the two-horned one. <laughs> Dunkarnion was a legendary ruler described in the Quran as having built an iron wall, which was likely a reference to the construction of SCP-2309 by Cyrus the Great, who was frequently shown wearing a horned headpiece in artistic depictions. Uh, being breached by Yajuj and Majuj, another footnote referred to in the Judeo-Christian tradition as Gog and Magog. In Islam, Yajuj and Majuj are peoples who will invade the world during the end times. <clears throat> he dispatched me to investigate the matter. Heading northwards to the Caucasus, I arrived in... This is a, this is a challenge to me being a fucking spoiled uh, English-speaking Westerner, dude. I don't know how to say Tabilsi. it. Tbilisi. After six... You know, I, I know exactly who in the server is going to make fun of me this episode already. <laughs> I arrived in Tbilisi after six months of travel. There I made inquiries concerning the state of the Iron Wall and found an old Magian... Uh, for Islamic term for Zoroastrians, oh, I know what those are, possibly referring to a Mechanite in this context, as many medieval Islamic sources conflate the dualistic aspects of the Mechanite and Zoroastrian faith. Wait, what the fuck? They're related? Well, this is so... SCP lore is so confusing. Well, they're not actually related, it's just that they're very similar in some ways, so they get them confused. Fair enough. Who told me that he had seen the Iron Wall and that it still stood. I then offered him 20 dinars to lead me to the Iron Wall, and without comment, he led me further northward to a, a pass between the mountains of Blank and Blank. There I beheld the Iron Wall, and to the relief of both the Caliph and myself, I found that the Iron Wall still stood, and that Dulcarnain's construction equipment remained intact, scattered about the site. What I found strange, however, was that I could see the scratches made by Yajuj and Majuj on the Iron Wall, but I could not see Yajuj and Majuj themselves. When I expressed my confusion to the Magian, he told me that the people of Yajuj and Majuj lie hidden beyond, beyond the Iron Wall. He then placed his hand on my shoulder, at which point I saw the horde of Yajuj and Majuj streaming towards us as they tore at the Iron Wall. If I have to say Yajuj and Majuj one more time, I'm going to lose my mind. They were as gruesome as I had imagined, for their nakedness was not even hidden by skin, and their hands ended not in nails, but vicious rending claws. Behind the horde of Yajuj and Majuj, I saw only devastation. Every tree and plant had been uprooted, and the only beasts that survived their onslaught were flies, maggots, and roaches. Examining the disposition of the forces of Yajuj and Majuj more closely, I saw two masked men, cloaked in red robes like those of Roman bishops, presiding over the horde from atop flesh-crafted towers. Before them stood a massive four-legged beast that was larger than five elephants and had only a bony plate for a face. Is this 682? No. Okay. Raising their staves towards the air, they guided the beast as a performer might guide a puppet. Responding to their every gesture, the beast began to charge toward the iron wall, trampling underfoot the yajuj and majuj that strayed into its path before its head slammed into the iron wall, which emerged largely unscathed. I questioned the Magian as to why Yajuj and Majuj continued this futile effort to penetrate the Iron Wall when they could have undermined it or built a scaffold. He replied that where Yajuj and Majuj stood, the ground was harder than Damascus' seal, and the, and the ceiling of heaven was exactly at the height of the Iron Wall, so that even the most insignificant insect could not fly over it. I told the Magian that I had seen enough, and he removed his hand from my shoulder. As Yajuj and Majuj disappeared from my sight, he told me that the Caliph and the rulers of every civilized land must heed the threat of Yajuj and Majuj. 
Sorry, by the way, I keep pausing in my reading. There's like a lot of phlegm in my throat. I think I'm getting sick, so it's like Uh-oh. hard to hard to be stamina. Darnell Sickock? Um, don't make a fucking a million Cronin jokes. I'm pretty sure it's just a cold, but yeah. Darnell Some, Illnessock? Sometimes I question whether my vision was a sign from Allah or a Magian trick, but I am inclined to believe that I was not deceived, for Allah is knowing and seeing, knowing and seeing capitalized, and I saw only what had already been revealed. So at first I was like, if they say if they keep saying Yujujumajuj, it won't feel like a word anymore, which to be fair happened. Um, however, I'm pretty sure they're trying to like Im- uh, illustrate like the very uh, blunt and like um, t- more about. Uh, the definitions than like flowery language of like religious texts at times not that religious texts don't have sometimes flowery language but you know what i mean like there are verses in many religious tomes specifically in the abrahamic religions that are just and he x and then x very Uh, very blunt yes uh so i kind of i kind of am more forgiving about for that but i i yujuju and majuj are like no longer words in my head (laughs) it's like 30 fucking times all right yeah i'm back Foundation archaeologists began excavations of the area surrounding the SCP in 1992. Among the articles of interest discovered were a cache of approximately 1,000 Lydian coins. <coughs> you impressed yet? Yeah? Uh, no, I coughed. It sounded like you shot like a little pea shooter and it blew the smoke off it. Hell <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I love Lydian coins. What the fuck is a Lydian coin? I, I literally, this whole article is just Lon Lang is going to roast me for not knowing things. A and large I, num- I've already foreseen it. <laughs> a large number of iron and bronze fragments from Achaemenid weapons and armor, a collection of gears and other machine parts, probably used in the construction of the SCP. Many are stamped with the seals of the Mechanite temple cults of the Ionian city-states. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you remember Ion, that name as we ever run across recently. Yeah, that's the Sarkic. Okay, so now, is how many of these, because you know I'm stupid in the head, uh, uh, how many of these are real? places and how many of these are fake places some of them are real some of them are fake uh, I know, mechanites and ionian are made up obviously are fake but like is achaemenid real i, I know cyrus real. the great is real i believe those are real yes okay a mass grave containing skeletons of humanoid body structures largely similar to those of baseline hobio sapien sapiens deviating from their baseline the skulls largely consist of a vertically aligned pair of sharp jaws and the, the fingers end with bony claws these specimens we noted to resemble captured instances of SK Bio Type D. What the fuck is that? SK Sarkic. <laughs> oh, fuck it. I can't tell if this article is clever or, like, not subtle in the slightest. Well, it's not meant to be subtle, but... Okay. And this is by <laughs> Univine, by the way. Last edited again by our friend Deadly Bread. A large clay cylinder containing the following record written in Old Persian of the construction of the SCP and the <laughs> circumstances in which it took place. How did that happen, Darnell? Uh, it says here that, God, uh, so they took a bunch of, they went to their Minecraft caves. Why don't you read it? Oh, oh, it's a, (laughs) I thought, I thought this was a bit where you were telling me to fucking, I'm so dumb. I'm sorry, I'm blasted from work. Uh, all civilized men praise Cyrus, beloved of Ahura Mazda. There's a footnote. Uh, Ahura Mazda is the creator deity and object of worship in Zoroastrianism. King of kings, king of Persia, Babylon, Sumer, Akkad, and Lydia. His army. Are all those real places? I think so, yeah. I'm pretty sure, yeah. I didn't know if Lydia was. His army, which counts in its ranks as many men as there are drops of water in the Tigris and the Euphrates, marched into the Caucasus to confront the invaders who have sailed out from Adytum. Uh That's like the fucking flesh place, right? Well, yeah, old Persian rendition of Adium, also known as Adatum, capital of the Sarkic Empire. Led by Karaski, or Karasi, 
uh, corruption of the word carsis, the title of spiritual and secular leaders of the... Can I just stop reading these footnotes? They're like every fucking second. And they're just stuff about sarcasm and Zoroastrianism. Would you hate me if I stopped reading them? It's part of the article. I would have to disapprove. <sighs> Led by Karaski, Yagaha, and Karaski, Magaha. Deva, Zoroastrian term referring to false gods or hostile supernatural entities. Generals of Angramanu. Hey, that's you, the, fa- have, the fake have you, guy. Have you forgotten uh, what Devas are as well? I know what Devas are. I did. Dave, I said it. Dave, I remember. No, but look, Zoroastrian term referring yeah, to false but, gods. Oh, uh, well, it's all involved, so. <laughs> okay, Tanhody, how about you read it then? <laughs> well, I'm, just, I'm, trying to, I'm, just, I'm trying to tell you about what it's I will about. destroy you. Fine, I'm so cranky for no. Sorry, I'm just sick. <laughs> Generals of Angramania, so it's like hard to keep stopping and reading again. Spirit of evil opposed by Ahura Mazdan, Zoroastrianism, which in this context is likely referring to Yaldabaoth, the deity worshipped by the Sarkic cults. They have caused great mischief in our lands. I love the word mischief. (laughs) Great mischief? (laughs) As if they're playing a subtle prank. (laughs) At first, Cyrus's army drove them back to the blank pass, but the onslaught was endless, such that even the champions, elite soldiers of the Achaemenid Empire, referred to as immortals by Greek sources, could not hold them back. In his divinely granted wisdom, Cyrus resolved to build a barrier to hold back the Devas and their accursed armies. Gathering the wisest men from all corners of his empire, Cyrus journeyed to Ionia, where he enlisted the Mechanite builder-priests. As Cyrus's armies held the line, the Mechanites erected a great wall from blocks of iron and poured over it a layer of consecrated brass, so that Karaski Yagaha and Karaski Magaha and their armies will be sealed away from mankind in the realm of Druj. Is that like Majuj and Yajuj combined now? Zoroastrian concept that can refer to false a disorder and non-existence until the end of time because of the eschatological difference between uh, a sign uh, oh sorry you want to go back to yeah, it's like you can go if you want but... <laughs> no go ahead go ahead oh, because of the eschatological <coughs> significance assigned to the scp and the existence of written and archaeological evidence suggesting that it was constructed as a barrier against sarkic armies it's believed that the breach of the scp if and when it should take place may constitute an sk class dominant shift scenario Historical and esoteric research regarding the nature of the threat posed by the SCP and possible improvements to its containment is ongoing. Alright, so my thoughts. So once again, this is by Univine. Yes. Uh, it's definitely interesting. It's always cool to see a little more expanded on, not just of, of Mechanites and Sarcasism, uh, of which, uh, you know, Church of the Broken God is the more based of the two, but um, a lot of articles and a lot of fiction are written based solely on uh, like Christian texts and biblical allegor- allegories when there's a lot of like um, really cool stuff in the Islamic and Jewish faiths as well. So it's kind of nice to see it tapped into a more e- Middle Eastern faith and worldview, um, hmm. kind of different kind of culture than you might see. Like we've seen like a million Christian-themed SCPs with like fucking it's Cain an and Abel. Yeah. So it's kind of nice to get a little more variety. Are um, you an angel? I heard the <coughs> miners talking about them. They're the most it, beautiful creatures in the universe. Sorry, it's, I'm quoting Gattaca Skywalker. You're you're good. Uh, the, my I do have some complaints with this SCP though. So what I like, it's cool world building, and mm. um, uh, I like that it's different. Uh, what I don't like is that this isn't really an SCP. If we're being honest, the SCP is mm. barely mentioned. It's basically just a world building piece for the world around uh, like sarcasm. Uh, and Mechanites. Like, most of the reports is just about the things. It doesn't really go into what the Iron Wall does, aside from... Like, at the very beginning, it's like, it's a giant wall that deteriorates and regenerates, and then it's just basically world-building. Which well, is fine, but it's not really... An you know why S- it does that, though. 
Why? Because it's been it's used to be used to hold the socket guys in the other dimension. Exactly. But uh, my point is, I think this article serves better as a world-building piece to this canon than it does as, like, its own standalone SCP. You know right, what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you, showed the, if you showed people the flesh-eating thing, or, like, you showed them, like, the broken god, like, the, one of, some of the ones we read, those are standalone. But you can't really read this one and enjoy it without kind of knowing the lore behind them already. You know what right, I mean? Yeah. This isn't really its own standalone piece. I'm not saying that makes it bad, um, but it just uh, it, it loses a little bit of value in my eyes because it relies on the existing canon rather than as its own thing. Um, also, and I know this may come across as salty because I wanted to stop reading them. I, I feel like it's hard to give this objectively, but I promise it's not. I feel like the overuse of footnotes is a bit much. When it comes to describing the things that are related to, like, specifically sarcasm and Mechanite, because that's SCP-related, sure, that's fine. But I don't think you need to define every, like, real-life equivalent to stuff. And even in the case of the circus and mechanism, I often like when the footnotes aren't there, or are at least more vague, because I like when more is left to the reader's imagination to come up with the terms, rather than being given the literal definition of everything, so that it can only be interpreted one way. Um, but that's a personal criticism. I know not everyone feels the same. So as a total, I'd probably give this SCP, like, a... Six out of ten, seven out of ten, somewhere around there. And it's not bad by any means, but it's... Uh, ironically, I, I was happy it was short, but it's a bit on the short side. It's not really a standalone piece, and I feel like uh, the footnotes kind of detract from it a little bit. Like, for example, when I was reading about, like, uh, the Druge and the Companions and all that, I was really excited the world, but then it's like, oh, the answer's right there. I don't really get to decide with my own mind what that is. Right, yeah. Um, but what do you think? I quite like articles. I'm a sucker for footnotes and like fictional history and stuff. So, for I'm sure, and that's not a bad thing. Again. And I love world building. So, absolutely, there's nothing wrong with it. It's purely different styles and what we like to read. Um, and as a DM, I get that people love to world build. It's funny because I love to, I love to world build. I hate reading world building. I'd rather uh, things like uh, not not to get too much on a tangent, but like how Dark Souls, you explore the world and you figure it out through little vague item descriptions or just by your own mind, rather than a giant. Uh, like imagine if you played Dark Souls and there was a fucking scroll on the wall of the entire history of the world. It wouldn't be nearly as cool to me, anyway. Mm, um, right, yeah. But I know that's not everyone's cup of tea. I don't think this that's the superior way to write. This is a very subjective rating system, so don't uh, cave my head in for that. But yeah. Uh, I, I, I liked it. It was alright. Well, it's too late. I'm going to cave your head in now. No! We have two more SCPs to read first! Die! No! Okay. Let's get to the second one of today's <coughs> article. Yes. This one is SCP-2307. And this one two, is called... Three, zero, seven. Wow, that's really close to 2309. Yeah. This one is called The Pen is Mightier, and it's by IHP. All right, and real quick, before we read it, it is written by... Oh, you already said... I'm so stupid. <laughs> Dude, every that's time, the ADHD every coming in time. hot. We that's do this every a- episode for every <laughs> SCP. Funny... We're 100 articles in. <laughs> also, funny thing to note, if you didn't notice, unless you upvoted the last one just now, this one has the exact same rating as the last one we read. 191. Cool. Isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was cool. <laughs> I know. You have to understand. It's the fucking... Not everything comes through the ADHD, man. Okay. Sometimes these, like, beginning details, my mind's just not focused yet. Let's okay. get into it. <laughs> Let us do it. <laughs> I should number. 
SCP-2307. Object class FA. Special containment procedures. SCP-2307-01 is to be stored in a medium-sized 35-litre aquarium tank filled with water taken from either Dosmary Pool or Lynn Ogwen, which are lakes in Cornwall, UK and North Wales respectively, which has been inspected weekly for flaws in the tank. Secondary and tertiary tanks will be kept to store the SCP-01 during primary tank maintenance. Dash 2 is to be kept in a climate control case meant to preserve skeletal structures and is to be cleaned and inspected for damage immediately after each test conducted with it. Use of Dash 02 with other memory or record affecting SCPs is permitted with approval from 052. Oh, 052 is like his personal SCP. Damn. You need to ask me. Mm, it's mine. This will make Cassie more powerful than ever before. Finally. I will I'm make drawing her, her a suit of power armor. Do you think they could torture Cassie in an interrogation by dipping her paper in water? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to write it now so that it will, ha it will happen. <laughs> or they like they hold a lighter to the corner of the page. Tell us what you know. No. <laughs> <clears throat> well, let's get into it. Yeah. So what do you think it is so far? Uh, so it's kept in a tank filled with water from English lakes, right? Yeah. And it's kept in a climate-controlled case. Well, there's in... two parts of it. One part of it in the aquarium, one part of it in the climate-controlled case. Okay, so uh, it's weird because at first having two parts makes me think, oh, broken god, obviously. But then it mentions skeletal structure, which makes me think of Sarkix. I don't fucking know. Let's also, it's a little too vague with... If I had to guess, I would guess that uh, one of them, the thing that needs to be kept in water, is something that needs to be rusted, because a lot of broken church god things are like, keep it rusted. And then the second thing seems sarkic, because it's about skeletal structures, and it needs to be um, inspected for like damage to it after a test, which implies that maybe it's something combat-related, or maybe it's like an arm or something. I don't know. Let's see. But... But now that I think about it, like, I originally said they're both Sarkic, but now I'm thinking one of them is God, Broken God, one of them is Sarkic, and they're related somehow. Let's find out. Description. Mm -hmm. SCP-01 is the remains of a long sword with a 56cm hilt and a partial blade approximately 40cm in length, estimated to be approximately 43% of its original size. Oh my god, it used to be a fucking anime blade. <laughs> Carbon dating has shown that the hilt and crossguard of the sword dates for approximately the 4th century BA. CA. Oh wait, no it didn't. I forgot 100 centimeters is like 3 yeah. feet, I'm stupid. So the hilt and the <laughs> I, was thinking, I was thinking inches, I thought it was like 12 feet long. <laughs> <laughs> so Stupid. the hilting cross garden sword dates to approximately 4th century CE. However, the metal used in the blade dates to approximately 3.2 billion BCE. The Dasha 1 is in a severe state of disrepair as a result of being submerged in water for at least 1,300 years. Its primary anomaly manifests when the subject makes contact with the hilt of the sword. Following this, all records pertaining to the subject will gradually distort in a manner that reflects positively on the subject, giving wildly different accounts of their life over a period of time. Immediately after coming in contact with Dash 01, birth certificates will have altered dates, spellings of names, and in some cases gender. Typically, individuals have their birth, date, birth dates altered to be on more significant dates, such as July 7th, 7-7, October 31st, December 25th, or February 14th. Within one year, educational records will show that the individual scored highly on tests and grading, if applicable. And will Why would a sword do this? <laughs> and will occasionally claim that a subject went to two or more different educational institutions in the same span of time. Ah, uh, yes, a tool made for killing. I'll also use it to forge my documents. In addition, subjects lacking a college education will show to have at least a master's degree of some form. The subject's knowledge will not change regardless of what the records show. 
Within five years, if applicable, subjects' financial records, including bank statements and tax records, will show them as being wealthy, with a net value of at least $750,000 American. Whoa, 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 hello, hold on. I'm not shit-talking the sword anymore. Wait, where's the hey, sword? Hey, hey sword! You right, wanna help me with some Can I hold the sword? <laughs> I got some college loans to pay. This is what happens to Link when he gets the fucking Master Sword. <laughs> He's just decked in fucking ice. Within 10 years, records will show the subject being a prominent candidate in some form of political campaign, with inconsistent records of them either winning or losing to the candidate they were opposing. If they win, it will be in a landslide election. If a loss, it will be by a small margin. Memories of individuals that have voted in an election with Richard Secretary is allegedly a candidate will have, in which allegedly a candidate in have no recollection of them existing. <laughs> Finally, death certificates will not reflect the actual cause of death of the subject. Subjects will invariably have died in some form of combat and died from causes such as sword blows, bullets, and arrows fatally impacting. The thing that's interesting about this SCP, alright, so for, first I roasted it, right? Mm. But this SCP, this single sword, um means that any historical document of, like, uh, any historical figure's life could have been totally forged. Mm. Like, I, we know it shows 750,000 American now because that exists, but the sword has been around since 3.2 billion uh, BCE. Yeah, the metal for it, yeah. So, so clearly, so clearly uh, you know, the American dollar wasn't a thing then, and it probably still was anomalous back then. So it makes me think that maybe this could be used to alter history to make someone appear more heroic than they did, which means how much of our history has been altered by this thing. Mm. So usually what most... it makes me think of. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, yeah. Usually most accounts only agree on the fact that the subject held the SCP-01 at some point in their life. Furthermore, when it's not submerged in water taken from either Dosmary Pool or Lynn Ogwen, the metal of the blade will regenerate... Wait a minute! Wait a minute, hold on. I just realized it's English, like, lakes, right? Yeah. And then my brain just clicked, because this thing is, like, super special hilt, very cool, very jazzy. It needs to be in a lake. It makes me think Lady Lake. That makes me think, is this fucking Excalibur? Let's find out. The metal of the blade will regenerate at a rate of approximately 50 millimeters a day, and rust will begin to flake off of the blade. While no negative consequences are believed to occur if it regenerates fully, it has been kept submerged as per the containment procedures as a precaution. Dash 02 is an item previously believed to be unrelated to the main anomaly. Dash 02 is a shamanistic crown carved from the skull of a horse, believed to be worn during rituals in 5th to 7th century Britain. Dash 02 is in poor condition, with several fractures in the bone as a result of age and repeated use in recent years. This shit years. has to be an Arthurian legend. I'm, I'm, it's starting to come together for me, Tan. Dash 02, when <coughs> worn, gives complete immunity to memory alteration, including all classes of amnestics and all forms of cognitohazardous record alteration, such as those exhibited by Dash 01. All memories experienced while wearing Dash 02 are retained on an eidetic level. Dash 02 was previously classified as E9382-U, and was used in experiments involving memory and record-altering anomalies. What's an E? Uh, I think that's just sort of like anomalous item that isn't good enough to be an SCP. Okay. Following test 19, it was reclassified as a component of SCP-2307. And here's the test. You want to read the test because my throat's like exploding? Um, yeah, sure. Uh, test 2307-19. Hypothesis. Use of E-9382-U in conjunction with SCP-2307 will allow either for records pertaining to the subject to be unaltered or for the records to be altered at will. If records are indeed able to be altered, the subject will attempt to modify their birth certificate so that it reads that they were born exactly one year before the date listed. Test subject D-2307-19, born 08 1977 Record of test. D-2307-19 reacts with some level of disgust at the prospect of wearing E-9382-U, stating that he doesn't lack freaky bone stuff. 
the D class says he will comply if he is. Why does he have a dash nineteen? Because uh, he's a nineteenth D class with two three zero seven. Wait, what? This is SCP two three zero seven. He's a D class. Oh, oh, player. I'm right. I thought because I'm used to D classes being fourteen numbers, so I thought it was like the same guy cloned nineteen times. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Oh, I'm really getting sick of this whole naming everything after the SCP number schematic. Uh, says he will comply if he is given an extra desert ration. Desert ration, sorry. Request granted. Please, Subject puts on the crown. Subject is then instructed to remove the crown from or the SCP from its container. Subject briefly complains of hands getting wet before exclaiming and dropping SCP on the floor five seconds after removing it from its container. When asked for this action, subject gave the statement. I was holding the damn thing. I was on a horse, and there was an army around me. Not a big army, maybe 60 people, all of them with crosses on their armor. Some guy was next to me with this hat, indicating the crown, on his head, telling me what I had to do to win. This, this is you. This is me every time I fucking look at a picture of Yoko Taro and Tan starts speaking to me mentally. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you have to do to win. Retweet me, Donnell. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Testing was suspended following the statement. As of 5-21-2015, five years after the experiment was conducted, no alteration of the D-Class's records have occurred. Conclusion, further cross-testing with the two items is deemed necessary. Addendum. The following... Excuse me. The following document collects statements given by the D-Class. There's so many fucking numbers, I can't handle it. Instead of D-Class, there's only one. No, look what... You'll see what I mean. He has been rendered exempt from D-Class reassignment for the purposes of study. Statements are listed in the order collected and appear to be mostly about a single individual, with the exception of statements 2307-42, 2307-51, 2307-57, and 2307-59, which is listed separately. I was in bed with my wife. Well, not my wife, but someone's wife. Am I right, fellas? Uh, The doctor's like, yeah. (laughs) She felt like mine. She and I were talking about making a kid, but not with her. She couldn't have no kids anymore. And after she got hit in the tummy with an arrow... Wait, what? Hold on. This is the modern day, right? Well, this is the memories he's getting. Oh! Oh, I'm stupid. She couldn't have no kids anymore. Uh, I know I told someone to put the arrow in there, because otherwise she would have had kids with my best friend. Okay, this is totally Arthurian legend. I couldn't breathe. It was the scariest experience of my fucking life. I felt like I was trapped in a fucking coffin, and it lasted for so long, and I couldn't breathe the whole time, but I was still alive. I remember some guys speaking in Latin, but I couldn't see them, and I knew they put me there. Then the coffin shook, and I heard some guys speaking, I don't know, it sounded like gibberish. Build poi banag tongu clade hun fold bring in a tea. Probably not English. Uh, phonetic translation has shown this to be a Welsh phrase. Bid put. I'm not even going to pretend yeah. I can pronounce that. Roughly translated to mean, he who pulls the blade shall be the land's king. I was right! It's Excalibur! <laughs> well, There's no way it's fucking that. that. Excalibur isn't the sword and the stone, but you, you, you're right in itself, Arian. There was a guy with the, this horse thing on his head, dancing around a fire in a big wood hole. He would throw things into the fire. I don't know why I'm Arthur Morgan now. And they would form images. I saw our visions, Dutch. <laughs> Why did you see Arthur? <laughs> I saw visions of people. People that I knew I had to find before someone else did. They were warriors, and there were a ton of them. And I remember thinking that I was going to need a big hall for a table. You don't think... Nah. I was cutting off someone's head with a sword. Like at an execution. I guess you guys know a lot about those. <laughs> it looked like the sword I was holding, but bright and shiny and new. Nothing fancy, just a really, really, really fucking sharp sword. It only took one blow to cut off his head. The hell is that thing made of? Adamantium? Oh, this guy, that was... this guy fucks. <laughs> this guy, this guy fucks. 
That was scary. That was fucking scary. I was in a battle with one of my men. I love how he talks about them like they're his men. He's totally in. Oh my god, no. I I can't. <laughs> I was fighting elves, I think. And that's the only way I could describe them. They wanted my sword and my guy. He was about ten feet tall, and at one point he grabbed one of the elves and ate him. He said something in French, and I laughed. I laughed at someone getting their head eaten. The fuck is wrong with me? I was dying. I knew I was going to die. One of my sons had stabbed me, and I had killed him first, but I was hurt bad. So I, this, you know, the only thing that could make this more Arthurian is if there was a line about we fought for in, in for two hours until the field was stained with our blood, and then we left. That's fucking. That's literally every Arthur. I had to read like the King Arthur anthology for high school. That was every fucking battle. Who's they the would, best like, knight of the Round Table? <laughs> Galahad. He's a fucking virgin. <laughs> literally every so. fight was we fought for two hours and then we're like huh, not bad you neither and then they fucking left <laughs> so i ha- uh so i had my men take me to a lake i remember that i had spent time with my sister there her name was morkant oh my god like morgan or morgana or whatever the fuck it was when i was young what kind of name is that for a girl morkant i just wanted to see the place one last time before i died then something, something came out of the water. She was beautiful. She looked even better than my wife did. Her skin was kind of blue. Her nose was flat, and she had weird, feeler things in her hair. God, I'd love to see her again. She wasn't human, I know that much. She asked me if I wanted to keep my legacy alive. I said yes. She asked for the sword, and I gave it to her. And she promised me she'd keep, me, keep it safe. She kissed me, said, Good night. And I was gone. I couldn't stop crying. A messenger came from the woods and told me that one of my best friends had died. I kept crying over that damn skull I was wearing, and it took me days to calm down. I sat in my bedroom the whole time, just staring at the ceiling. I've never been that sad. I hope I never am again. Okay, I can't keep going. I'm going to read this one last one and give it to you. I felt like I couldn't breathe. One last log offer. I felt like I couldn't breathe for so long, Dutch. I was in that coffin again, I think. Then I was pulled out of the ground, and I... Cringed so hard, bro. Metal against stone is not a good sound. And then I was someone else. I was just a kid, maybe 11 or 12, and I was holding the sword with both hands. I took it out just so I could fight in some tournament that my brother had gotten sick for. People pointed at me as I went, and I thought I was in trouble. Then some old guy with a horse head over his face came up to me and said I was a ruler. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'll right. take it. I'll read the rest of them, Arthur. Thanks, King. I was an old man, and I've been walking in for a long, long time. <coughs> I eventually walked up to a rock with a sword on it. Oh my god. Just, just sitting there in the middle of nowhere, I can't keep doing it. And I touched it. Then, yeah. bam! I was knocked on my ass by lightning, and something spoke to me. It told me to find a boy to make king, and to spread her word all over. I said that I would. This, this is the first time this has happened. I, I was somewhere else talking with the boy, who is now a man. I tried to persuade him to change his religion, but he said he would banish me if I tried teaching him my pagan faith again. I don't even know. Oh what, my god, is is the pagan faith guy the crown part and the sword parts the Arthurian legend? I don't know what I was even preaching. Something about machines, I think. Oh. Oh. I was some kind of religious guy? Monk, maybe? I remember I had itchy robes. I found the sword after watched up on the shore, and then I figured out it wasn't a sword. It was like the tip of a giant pen? A stylus, oh I god. think I called it. <laughs> the pen is mightier than the sword. Yeah. Why don't you pick up the, like, the holy pen of like, sword? <laughs> oh I ran God. back to the monastery of it, and when I got there, I found that scrolls that I had written had changed. We cried out about apocrypha and an unholy force altering the scrolls. 
we tried to destroy the pen piece by piece, but the more we destroyed, the more things we had altered. And then the lightning started. It struck all over the place, and friends and other monks were dying. It was horrible. Eventually the monastery caught fire, and I was the only one to escape. A voice, something grinding like nails on a chalkboard, mixed with rusty gears. Told me what to do with what was left over of the pen. I, I took it to a blacksmith, and he made it into a sword for me. I then just stuck it in a rock in the middle of a stone circle, where I thought that no one would ever find it. From what I've seen, this me was an idiot. <laughs> so he's not always the same guy. All the mm. first ones were the same life, though. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so 57 there. I was that weird waterwoman this time. The one I told you about and the one where I died. Uh, I had lived in the lake all my life. Some monks, I think they're from the same order as the last guy, came to me asking me to keep something safe for them. They begged me and bargained with me, saying that something unholy was upon the land. I told them I did not care of their mortal ways. Her words, not mine. And then they said a name, Mekain. I told them I would agree to whatever they wanted me to do. I love it when names are fucking all caps. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Mekain. It's like the fucking final boss with three health bars. <laughs> they had sent someone disguised as the son of the king who had the sword, who had apparently been made with his half-sister, Ew, to kill him in battle. <laughs> they said that they would bless my lake and one of my sister's lakes to hold the sword of Mekain in it so it couldn't make new legends, whatever that means. Oh and my god, so all of Arthurian legend was faked. <laughs> embellished. In, in exchange, I would be written about as a queen among fairies, uh, fae or whatever. The Lady of the Lake, they called me. I like the sound of that. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one from another perspective. I was writing the word of the world on a beach using lightning. That sounds familiar. Oh my god, is it? was he the broken god for a second? Yeah, remember the beach of the lightning? Yeah, was he the broken god for a second? My people ran around below me, gathering up the glass from where the lightning struck, and transcribing my words onto their own scrolls, where they would make my holy books. Then one day I was hit by something and my pen broke. I managed to make most of it land on the beach, but some of it didn't. A big chunk of my pen landed a quarter of the way across the world, somewhere where I didn't care about it. And then they tried to break it. I didn't like that, so I tried to burn them with lightning, and eventually they gave in. I'd probably tell you the rest of this, but from different perspectives. One thing I remember, though, remember that Lady Lake girl? I remember doing something to the sword, her kind didn't like iron, so it wouldn't hurt her or anyone like her. I don't know why I did that, I kind of remember thinking it was safekeeping. And then I saw myself holding the sword with that hat on, and then I saw the whole thing over and again and over and over and over and over, until I finally dropped it. Okay, I fucking love this one. It's got everything. It's got humor. It's got serious moments. It, you know, took from Arcane Legend. It involved it with, like, the Mechane, and it, like, had a cohesive narrative. It related back to the SCP we'd already seen. Oh, my God. This was a really... And, like, all the different perspectives from those first few memories to... Okay, this was a really, really good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This deserves way more fucking attention. Upvoted, absolutely. Uh, I would have to give this one, like, a... Uh... 11 out of 10. I'm sorry, I fucking love this one. This was great. 11 pens out of 10? 11 out of pen? Yeah, yeah. 11 out of pen. <laughs> ah, that was really good. Why do all the best ones have, like, no upvotes and then fucking Josie the Halfcat has, like, 900? Because it's the older one. It's so dumb. So, oh, are you ready for... I can't... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last one for today. Yeah. So and then I'm gonna one... finally blow my nose. <laughs> Okay, so this one is SCP-2399, and it's called A Malfunctioning Destroyer by DJ Cactus. 
Oh, we should have got him on for this. We can't get him on every time we read one of his fucking articles. He said, and I quote, Hey, next time you guys read my article, bring me on again. Well, maybe. Maybe next time. Uh, let's get maybe. into it. Uh, so, okay. so, by order of the Overseer Council, the following file describes a hostile, anomalous, alien superstructure capable of causing SK-class barren Earth end-of-the-world event. And there's level 5, 2399 classified. Unauthorized access forbidden. Oh, I guess we can't read it then, sorry. Oh, yeah. Alright, that's the end of the episode. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Item number, SCP-2399. Level 5, top secret. Containment class, Keta. Disruption class, Amida. Risk class, Danger. So it's pretty high up, though. Those are some big stats. It's the great red spot on Jupiter. Can you see it? The great red spot on Jupiter? That's an SCP. Let's, get, let's find out. Special containment procedures. Due to the SCP's location and nature, physical means of containment are currently impossible. Implanted Foundation agents and major observatories are to contain footages, footage or images of the SCP. An ongoing misinformation campaign is in effect, which has thus far been able to completely suppress any knowledge pertaining to the SCP from public awareness. Foundation agents satellites in orbit around Jupiter to main constant vigilance of the SCP's reconstruction efforts, <coughs> and make all attempts to hinder that process should the SCP reach a minimum of 75% completion. The fact that there, it's a giant storm makes me think it's going to be related to the Broken God again. Mm, maybe. Additionally, a perimeter of long-range electromagnetic jamming satellites, bioarray, has been situated in high Jupiter orbit. Any transmissions intercepted by this array has been summarily decoded and blocked. In the event of the SCP surpassing 75% completion or an information breach in the jamming perimeter, necessary Foundation personnel will engage protocol Legionnaire 5, see addendum 2399-L5, given its completion by that time. <coughs> Description. SCP-2399 is a massive, complex mechanical structure currently located in Jupiter's lower atmosphere. Hell yeah, brother. I'm on a roll today. I mean, I didn't confirm it's the god, but it's at least broken god related. <laughs> well, it could also just be robot. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Since its visual discovery in 1963, the SCP has been observed to use highly advanced antimatter-based weaponry to create spatial disruptions and devastating atmospheric data expunge observable as a large red vortex, commonly known as the Great Red Spot. SCP-2399 appears to be damaged, possibly due to an impact of the moon Io before coming to rest in its current position. Mm -hmm. Fucking drunk <laughs> coming into the solar system. <laughs> also worth noting, if this is Broken God related, doesn't the moon Io sound an awful lot like the guy Ion? Maybe. That's a bit of a stretch, mm. I think, though. <laughs> SCP-2399 has been observed releasing a multitude of small octopoid repair drones in efforts to repair the damage it has taken. Some of these drones will remain near the SCP, while others will patrol nearby moons or deeper into the gases of Jupiter itself, in search of parts that the SCP is missing. Computer models estimate that SCP is at 59% completion, with a current rate of 0.78% annually. This rate has increased from an estimated 0.12% in 1970. <laughs> Despite its damaged states, the SCP seems to possess limitless power supply, advanced electromagnetic shielding, matter-disrupting weaponry, the ability to repair damage done to itself, and a precise tracking and targeting system. Wow, so in other words, every sci-fi villain's, like, final boss ship. I'm afraid this battle station is completely operational. <laughs> See addendum-2b for more information. Is that's... this where the SCP sends in some dudes in fighter jets to, like, shoot its exhaust vent or whatever? <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Stay on target. Stay on target. <laughs> Fucking Luke. <laughs> Due to the large difference in technological advancement between the creator of the SCP <coughs> and our own, for all intents and purposes, the SCP is currently indestructible by human means. 
In theory, the SCP might be left vulnerable by a powerful enough electromagnetic pulse. Unfortunately, this technology does not yet exist. I would simply crash the sun into it. I'll just go down in the exhaust vent. Galen Ursa left a weak point in the station. <laughs> Since 1971, the SCP has been the recipient of an unending stream of electromagnetic-based communications originating in the Triangulum Galaxy, roughly 3 million light-years from Earth. Oh, maybe it's just an alien thing. Maybe, maybe we'll find out. Well, maybe oh, so many logs. The means of the SCP's travel to our solar system and the means of its communications are all unknown. From 1971 to 1985, the SCP continuously received a single encoded message which, through code break and translation efforts, appeared to be a command to repair the damage it incurred upon entering our solar system. After this time, the barrier array was established to intercept these messages. This coincided with a period of radio silence from the origin of the communications until 1996 when a different order began transmitting. <laughs> the barrier array has thus far prevented the SCP from receiving this command. See the random communication log. How much do you want to bet this command is like destroy Earth or some dumb shit? You may fire when ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's so many logs. Oh. Why don't you take the first addendum and I'll do the rest. I'll, I'll do the next one after that. We'll popcorn these. My, my poor sick body. I don't All care. Right. SCP-2399 Discovery Notes SCP-2399 was originally observed, albeit unknowingly, by Giovanni Cassini in 1665. The following is taken directly from Cassini's journal on the event, translated from Italian to English. 8-10-1665 I have observed something extraordinary... Oh, this is European time dating. Weird. I have observed something extraordinary in the heavens. Last night, as I gazed through my looking glass, I saw what appeared to be a star of great luminescence. <gasps> luminescence? So, oh no! <laughs> he was simply running through the solar system so quickly. <laughs> yeah. Just more to the legend of Muzazi being the strongest character in all series. Uh, a great luminescence streaked through the far reaches of our solar system. I have never recorded an object moving so fast. It had surpassed the outer planets in fewer than two hours. As I watched by my own two eyes, I saw it slow as it closed on Jupiter, making a sharp, make a sharp turn and disappeared into the planet itself. I saw many bursts of light afterwards, but although I continued to peer at it until the sun broke... I saw no additional disturbances in the night sky. So uh, I, I realized in time that by sun broke, he means the sun coming up. But for a second, I thought he meant the sun fucking sun machine broke. Have a nice day. <laughs> no more light. I must continue to document these changes and will alert my colleagues when the a day is upon me. The 15th of October, 1665. I took Peter to my observation point last night, but a week from the night I saw the fire rain upon Jupiter in the heavens. He brought along his own looking-glass, and together we aimed our view upon the giant. To our surprise, a magnificent change has occurred. Where once the distant world only showed bands of color, there is now a great red spot where the star came to rest on the surface of Jupiter. Peter was incredulous, of course, that such an amazing discovery could have taken place before our very eyes. I will continue to take note of this. The 18th of October, 1665. Tonight, as I peered through my looking-glass, I swear on my life that I observed what looked to me like explosions and starbursts emanating from our red spot. Red spot. I fear my mind is playing tricks on me, for there has been no record of such violent outbursts by a heavenly body since the dawn of astronomy. I will consult with Peter on the morrow, and hopefully glean from him some advice on the matter. The 19th of October. 
1665. Peter sees the same as I. As I approached him with my concerns, he leveled the same with me, and through our following discussion we concluded that it must be a powerful reaction to the falling star I saw upon the first night, and not a product of our own shortcomings. I am left wondering what cataclysmic event must be taking place upon our heavenly neighbor. Our work to document this must go on. Well done. Oh, wow, you took the fucking short one. That's next. I'll do the next two. All right. Addendum 2B. At blank hours, on blank by blank, Barry Unit 53 observed one of the SCP's repair drones closing on a piece of debris, quickly determined to be part of a damaged communications array. Because hey, of... wait, wait, wait. Let's go back and forth again, actually. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay, yeah, because okay. of the nature of the specific component and the ramifications allowing the SCP to recover it, it was ordered that Barry Unit 45 fire upon the drone with its onboard concussion batteries. Batteries were discharged, however the drone appeared undamaged. Footage obtained by Barry Unit 53 shows that while the payload in question was launched towards the repair drone, it was destroyed within five kilometers of the target by additional charges originating from SCP-2399. Was the repair drone its own thing part of the SCP? It's part of the SCP, yeah, but it's like okay. sent out. Gotcha. Command lost contact with Barry Unit 35 50 seconds af- 15 seconds after initial discharge with video observations showing SCP-2399 data expunged the rate of the <laughs> spatial anomaly originating in blank 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 data expunged the termination of Barry Unit 45 by Barry Units 44, 51 and 55 they had to fucking kill it themselves afterwards whatever that did wait so they tried to kill it and then they killed it no, so they tried to destroy the repair drone with their barrier unit 45. The, the SCP did something, there was a spatial anomaly, something happened, and then the, they had to destroy their own barrier unit instead. Oh, the barrier units were the SCP Foundation's things. Yeah. Okay, and then there's a quick note. Under no circumstances are any barrier units to further engage either the SCP or drones released by the SCP. Ooh. Project Gygus. Oh, no, no, I got, I got this one. You, you take the next one after no, this, don't okay. worry. After no, 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 Fine. <laughs> Addendum two three nine nine dash two C Project Gigas, or is it Gigas? Gigas. After the event of blank blank blank, it was decided that necessary force would be authorized to destroy or incapacitate SCP two three nine nine using Foundation resources as well as resources from forty five nations, notably a bunch of blanked out censored nations. Uh, a platform of blank warheads be- bearing blank mount payloads and blank warheads be- bearing EMP detonators was launched and placed in orbit around Europa. On blank 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 at blank hours with orders from 15 heads of state and 05 blank, 05 blank, 05... Is that really five. necessary? <laughs> Aren't there only five, five of them? No, yeah, exactly. 13 of them. Oh. <laughs> Where were the other guys? They were talking about Cassie, I assume. <laughs> They're like, sorry, you guys go deal with that. We got a debate on whether Cassie gets a new pair of jeans so or they not. They launched a, a whole bunch of shit at it. And then yeah, the entire payload did expunged efforts to develop alternative methods of eliminating SCP-2399 are currently underway. Footnote, the repair of SCP-1396 has been proposed but alt- deemed ultimately unfeasible. Is that like an SCP they launched at it? Uh, I'm not sure what that is. Yeah, that looks like All a right, how one. would you like to read L5? You little shit. <clears throat> Clearance accepted. So, SCP-2399. <laughs> Have you ever sat and wondered, maybe after you hear about a car accident on a street you were just on, or a bomb in a city you were visiting, just how lucky you are to be alive? This is like the opening of his cookbook. Just how many things have to go right for you to continue to exist? Wait, is this... They sent this to the SCP? This is a letter from someone working on it. They didn't send this. Okay. He's not saying, So, SCP-2399, how you doing? Yeah, I didn't know if that was like they, they just gave up on fighting it and were trying to communicate. 
a few seconds too late, a few seconds too early, and somebody reaches something they dropped, and a busload of people run into another busload of people. Sometimes this kind of thing does happen, as we've seen far too often. But that's what we're here for. To protect those who can't protect themselves from things that they wouldn't even know to protect themselves from. Remember in the first episode where I read to you, like, how, what the SCP Foundation did? You go, well, that's so noble. Yeah. <laughs> we can't do it all, though. As many things we've been able to contain, as many things we've been able to keep under lock that would threaten to destroy us all, still far too many remain that we can't do anything about. Yeah, here's what, here's what is weird to me about SCP. Yeah. Uh, and I want to say this. There are so many SCPs that, like, if this get out, this would decimate human civilization or could even end the world. That, like, I mean, I know the Foundation has, in theory, existed since the beginning of time, or depending on whatever fucking canon you subscribe to. But, like, how on Earth has the Earth survived before the Foundation was formed? Like, there's just too much shit. There's always some sort of precursor in law. Uh, perhaps. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah, there's always some fucking ancient civilization making blood sacrifices to 682. (laughs) Whether they're too big or too fast or too powerful, any of these things could blink and wipe humanity from existence. Yeah, this guy's that... got the right idea. This guy's literally my reaction to the whole thing. <laughs> the fact that they haven't done so yet is just luck. SCP-2399, however, is different. We have little information regarding its motives, origins, and full capabilities. We do not understand how it's capable of communicating over such large distances, or why those who constructed it, if it was in fact constructed, sent it to us in the first place. We do not know what would happen if the SCP is able to fully repair itself, or if part of our array would break down and a message would get through. We do not know this, so we must assume the worst. Judging by what we've seen, were the SCP to have reached Earth, it would have led to our timely destruction. Sometimes humanity gets a little help. Something, some, sometimes something steps in the way of the apocalypse. For us, and for the SCP, it was Jupiter. As the SCP began to slow on its approach to Earth, Cassini saw what we'd been able to ascertain, that scp 2399 strict Io was damaged and was unable to escape the gravitational pull of Jupiter. Its weapons activated as they were intended, but it was Jupiter that experienced Doomsday. Yeah, I was going to say, because a lot of people forget uh, when you think about the planets, Jupiter is massively bigger than Earth. I'm pretty sure Earth can fit inside the whole red storm. It can get void. Yeah, so it would have literally destroyed the entire Earth, whereas Jupiter is just a spot. <laughs> All the native Jupiters looking up like, God? And then they got <laughs> blown to shit. <laughs> no, the, the Bikini Atoll of the solar system. God? Do, do you know the story of Bikini Atoll, Tan? It's really I sad. Do. I, 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 no. uh, oh, do. I do. Do you or do you not? I don't. I know, I don't know, I know okay. the name, but I don't know the story, but we'll talk about right. it another time, maybe. No, no, no. It, it's relevant. Okay. So, the, to, to, to what they just described. So, the United States was like, uh, they wanted to test their, like, atomic bombs, right? Yeah. And they were Indeed. like, oh, look, there's these islands that, that are, we can test on. And then they dropped the bombs and then realized after the fact that people lived there. <laughs> and they, like, destroyed their entire, like home and everything they had and then they were like oh sorry we'll pay you guys back later maybe probably and then never did and now on their flag their flag is like similar to the american flag and it's got a phrase that is basically throwing shade at us for being awful <laughs> just casually dropping a bomb it just reminded me of that when you mentioned the jupiter <laughs> just like whoops sorry Eventually, though, it's likely that the SCP will resume full functionality and will likely be able to pull away from Jupiter and proceed to its target. As of now, we can keep hurling bombs and EMPs out all we want, but we've got no indication that any of it will so much as scratch the thing. On the contrary, experienced dictator would do nothing at all. If this were to happen now, it would undoubtedly be destroyed. <coughs> Jupiter has given us time. For now, the SCP will remain there, reassembling itself. 
while we devise some way to stop it. Like it or not, we are in an arms race with this thing. Our best guess is give us something like 25 years until it's able to hear past our dampening array. Until then, we must seize the opportunity that has been laid before us. We must use the time we've been given and not let it be wasted. So we devise Protocol Legionnaire. Du -du 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 -du. We don't need to read that article right now. One gigantic EMP, powered by God knows what, followed by a volley of nukes big enough to wipe out our civilization a thousand times over. A blunt plan, and simple, and likely futile. Our researchers and researchers around the globe have yet to devise even a way to deliver that kind of pulse, let alone a way to power it. There's no indication whatsoever they'll be able to complete Legionnaire on time, or if it'll do what's intended once it's completed. But we must try. We must do something. Even after drain our banks and empty our minds, we must try. Not often do we get a chance to see the swerving bus that will end our lives and step out the way. Jupiter, unknowingly, is offered us that chance. I suggest we take it. Randall okay, McCowan, so, Director, Barrier Project, Site Blank. So one, I love Cactus's ability to write like this. Hmm. Like, to explain something in a poetic way without relying on, like, scientific fact and sheer numbers. And still make it, like, the, the, the whole allegory of the bus. And still make it, you know, like, um, able to be envisioned. And get across the same meaning without needing to be like, it'll destroy 8 billion acres. And then in parentheses again. You know what I mean? I'm not wording this right. So... They say it's SV2 for 9, but it's pretty strong, right? Yeah. Able kit's fucking ass, though. Uh, my second comment, is this an allegory for global warming? <laughs> <laughs> no, I see we... you've ignored my comments. <laughs> what comment? I was saying that it's pretty strong, right? Yeah. But Abel could kick his fucking ass. Because he's Probably. so strong. Or, or he, he fucking... Would, he, he would simply parry it as it came in. <laughs> or fucking... It goes flying back to Jupiter. I have a question. What happens if this doomsday device meets 682? Would he intervene? <laughs> like, in his Sally, he sees it approach like, I'm gonna have to get involved. <laughs> yeah! 682, how did you stop it? I'm just built different. <laughs> so, uh, there's a final addendum here, a communications log. We yeah. saw the sound and heard the light, it says, when you click on it. <laughs> All messages logged to be understood as having repeated themselves continuously until either a new message is logged or a logged instances of radio silence. 1971. Unit is damaged. Repair. 1985. Updating orders. Maintain repetition. Repair. 1985. Period of radio silence. Barrier array is established. 1996. Unit is out of range of targets. Proceed to planet free in system. Coordinates repair, redacted. Repair. 2015. Unit is out of range of targets. Proceed to planet free in system. Coordinates redacted. Priority is target. Cease repairs. Oh, there's a link to an article in Target there. I guess we'll yeah. see what that's referring to. It says it's next a cactus. Time. It says Twisted Gears cactus proposal, so I assume it's an 001. Yeah, and that's why I'm going to say something, Tarno. Oh yeah. To be continued. Okay, don't end the episode. Remember, we still have to read comments yeah. and then do the thing. Yes, 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 yes. What's okay. the thing? Okay, so well, uh, the first thing isn't really related to SCP. I just wanted to chat about it with you on the podcast. But if you don't want to talk about off-topic things, we can skip it. But if not, I wanted to mention it. Okay, Mitch, I don't know what it is, so you have to tell me before I don't know. Uh, so about it. I don't know if you saw the DM I sent you a little bit ago about the Twitter screenshot of the of the VTuber that made like a million dollars on oh, YouTube. Oh no! <laughs> and I just I just felt like I wanted to comment on this. So VTubers have been popping up in, uh, in the this, Western what is world. Up here? So for a while, they've been a thing like in, in Japan and whatnot, but it's starting to come to the West, and they're making okay. stupid amounts of money. I've seen $20,000-plus donations on these streams, which makes me think maybe we need to rethink our content and become anime girls. 
I see, I see. Think about it, Tan. The money. <laughs> I talked about this on the server to which everyone I saw, unanimously I said... I saw that you did, yeah. <laughs> everyone unanimously said no, but think about... Well, all the I'll money. Say, all I'll say is be ready for the live stream on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> which will be yesterday from your perspective. <laughs> and you'll already know that I did not come up as an anime girl. <laughs> We're just built different. Okay, but yes, let us read some comments. Let me pull up the our, our last video. Okay. Dan, um, okay. honey. Click. We're already at 511 subscribers. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Well, we hit 500 subscribers a little while ago. I'm so happy. I know. Let's get into it. I'll read these. So, okay. an account says, If my math is correct, things are soon about to get ill. This is probably one of the best SCP channels yet, and nobody talks about it. Well, Hell yeah, brother! To be fair, 511 people do talk about it. Yes. Meanwhile, the infographic show gets likes on their SCP videos. I don't want to throw shade on other video makers, but I don't, I don't know what that is. So, Here's a quick joke, but I think we'll skip the joke since Darnell doesn't know what this means. Yeah, I don't. I already read it because I read all the comments obsessively. I didn't get it. Okay, so Love You says, Oh, hell yes, it's meat time, baby! <laughs> me, me when someone's making hamburgers. <laughs> also, <laughs> when it, me when someone's making hamburgers, praise Ion. Sarkic <laughs> <laughs> <Sock> kicked on. <laughs> also, 2605, cutting in and collapsing recordings is actually pretty straightforward. You just have to make sure you cut each audio track in the same location and short them by the same amount. As long as you do add the quality, you can leverage the quality of the same thing. We already collapsed in that episode, yeah, though. Yeah, we did it. What the heck? So, and then, uh, one's a Spadafora. Uh, <laughs> it's so long. It's the final, okay, the final boss of comments. <laughs> Let's get to it. I like this comment format. I'll keep with it until Tanini or Darnell tells me to stop. I Maybe. won't tell you to stop yet because I feel Do like not, but, but, I, I, Don't stop, but don't expect, don't expect a word for word reading. Yeah, I mean, I want you, I want you to imagine you were in our position. <laughs> So, yes. so I've discovered that the uh, the one SCP one URL I've been using is the one that lets you log in uh, more consistently. Uh, they're looking forward to the Canon Resonance contests. So there's a few art cannons that are, that you really like to see more of, like the Antarctic Exchange and the War of Fronts. And this one's for me. Should, should I read this next one? Uh, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I thought you were about to read. Yeah, so. Ahead. Yeah, so he's insane about the Antarctic Exchange canon, which is a bit of an older one, and the War on Front canon, which is a bit of a newer one, which both of them haven't had much done on them. So I think SMT rotted my brain, because anytime anything about Antarctica is mentioned, I'm just thinking demons in Antarctica and Big <laughs> Hell Portal. Alright, three, for Darnell, about canons. Because the SCP wiki is open for anyone to contribute, there is no single correct view of the SCP universe. This created the phrase, there is no canon, which is how writers slash readers can accept when articles contradict each other. Multiple people wanted to write articles for a single version of the SCP universe. This became a canon. I I know what canons are, but I will continue reading. In short, a canon is a version of the SCP universe that multiple people wrote articles for and anyone can contribute to. This is usually in the form of tales, but there are even SCP that are specifically written for a canon. Usually, a canon is centered around a certain theme, such as an event, a time period, an alternate history, or what if, a single SCP, etc. For example, and then it lists several uh, SCP cans. I know what a canon is. Uh, I appreciate, I appreciate, uh, I know this came from a place of helping, so I appreciate it that you put a lot of time into that for me. 
Uh, but yeah, uh, I think I just spaced out during Tan's explanation. Upon rewatching, I realized what he was saying. It's not about making a new canon. It's about reviving old canons, and the contest is just yep. kind of a publicity event for things that have died out that they want to revive. Aces and eights stuck out to me. I don't know anything about any of them because I'm pretty sure Tan... I think it was Tan, or maybe he said Tan told me Samarian was like raiding a canon in that, or a tale series in that canon. I believe he made the canon. Uh, okay, Samarian made that canon. Yeah, yes. I, I just remember you've mentioned that one and to me. That before. is the one I am on a team with. Uh, so I'm with doing right now. I don't have mentioned some with Ayers and Peppers Ghost, and we're doing Aces and Eight for our team. And I don't know anything about Aces and Eights, but the name sounds very cowboy. It's a cowboy canon. Yeah, and I really am excited to see Tan write cowboys because. Um, Tan is really good at writing uh, pretty much every setting I've seen him do, and it's just a new one for me, because usually what he's done is like fantasy or magic or sci-fi, so this is really like kind of exciting for me. I want to see what he comes up with, even I've, though I'll, I know I won't be allowed to it, read it's it. It's very strange. It's very strange what I've got to put together. It's, a, it's cowboy in a loose sense. It's sort of western, at least. Fair. Uh, all right. Do you want to read the other ones that aren't for Darnell? So uh, I think SCP-6109 its logs might need a rewrite so it's updated to modern standards. I don't really care about you reading the logs. I prefer multiple SCPs and not a repeat of SCP-1730. 17... Oh, 1758846. I think you misunderstood. The, you, you only need to put the code if you want us to read the other logs. You but fool. But I get what you were saying. You fool, Hunter. Now we yeah. have to read it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you can find just the Black Moon Howl in certain articles, it doesn't really have a specific meaning. As far as I know, it just sounds cool and alludes to the nature of the SCP universe. A good category for it will be Meta-Meme, the soul of all that SCP represents both in the universe and from a meta standpoint. So I'm going to skip question six, just because we might want to get to that in a later episode, I don't want to... Uh, oh, okay, I thought you were just skipping it because it was... Oh, this one's far Darnell! <laughs> Uh, we've got near Darnell here. This one is for far Darnell. Yeah, I don't know how to replicate. This is Darnell's like avatar. This is Darnell's avatar, which is near Darnell, up in space, oh, orbiting the me. moon. Is a great far. sort of octopus creature <laughs> called Far Darnell. Hello, it's me, Far Darnell. I kind of want to play a D and D character that's like cleric of the Broken God. Play well, a like warforged artificer cleric, paladin of the Church of the Broken God, and his backstory could be he was once biological biological and enlightened himself. I actually, that was what I was thinking. I was thinking warforged, obviously, but I was thinking of playing a forged domain cleric and having something along that lines of, like, I, I'm a forged domain. Forged domain, if you don't know, Tan, is based around, like, blacksmithing building things, and the idea is I literally built my warforged body for myself. I really liked that idea. Hmm. Uh uh, to better spread his religious teachings. Good luck trying to get your DM to accept all the craziness that would apply. Honestly, it's not that crazy. As long as I didn't say it was SCP-related, that would probably f- flow just fine. It's only when you make your thing sound like an XP that it would get turned down. Uh, all right, and then we have two more. So, yeah. Two more? What are you talking about? Uh, oh, yeah, two, right, yes. <laughs> Eight. Uh, da, da, da. Is it 20 minutes for lightning to travel from Greece to Siberia? That's way too slow. Absolutely. I agree True. with you. I can't believe they uh, missed that one. Yeah, they really blew it on this one. Nine. Oh, no comment reading. Little did you know. It was honestly for the best because the last Hunter's Spadafora one had 35 questions if you didn't see it. What? It, was, it was 35 bullet points. <laughs> we were lazy. It was no, no, literally... We, we, no, no, we, we actually, no, we no, actually we, forgot. We did, we that wasn't forgot. why. But that would have taken like 20 fucking minutes. Zvaxian says, I love this podcast. You are the best, Tanania Wu. Correct. And then uh, there's a reply. Uh, we don't uh, need to read the reply. No, no, no. The Chaos Corbett says, that's not how you spell Darnell. 
Thanks, Melissa. And then Zavaxian said, That is true. Darnell is a king. Agreed. Citation. Uh, then an account left a second comment. When are you going to read 2C Evan 1A? Is the one of the scariest SCPs on Wiki? Uh, I don't know when I feel like it. Uh, I'll tell you right now, nothing's going to scare me because I'm hardcore. Uh, I don't really know how we can possibly respond to Lost Network's question. Yo, because this uh, comes out long, after the... <laughs> how long is the live stream going to be on Friday? <laughs> Uh, well, now, now we put ourselves. Here's what we. Here's what we should do, Tan. Let's mm-hmm. leave this spot in the recording blank, and uh, then you, after you, the live um, stream, after gradually... the live stream, look up the time and then edit in you saying that time. <laughs> well, it was. Well, now you have it. Yeah. Okay. So next, from I, I'm not even going to pretend I can say that. Bruh, they really just read Omega's Alpha. Shut up. Yeah, I realized that Alpha after I read it, but if you read fucking. Endless paragraphs uh, in your voice and do commentary. You miss stuff too, okay, buddy? Uh, Comedy Comedy Man Man Kelp says, Damn shame there was no true follow-up to 2217. I really wanted to see a full story of the Foundation Church of the Broken God. I know, right? One thing I've noticed, and maybe it's just because um, the the, the specific group involves, like, a guy who's a big Sarkic writer, but, like, all the people I was talking to are all about the flesh. No one else thinks the Church of the Broken God is cool in that group, and that made me sad. I have to be with you. I prefer Broken God Church because I look at robots. Thank you. It's just a cooler aesthetic, and I really like the lore of it as opposed to, like, er, flesh, tribal. I want it to reveal, like, the church, the broken god army. It's like the shitty droids from Star Wars. Like, roger, roger. (laughs) Roger, roger. It's the fucking Call of Duty Xbox, guys. Roger, roger. Alright, so so I'm going to read this one because it's by my favorite. Boris W.W. So, according to my math, you've read 106 articles so far. Pretty good guess there, Daniel. SCP, this is my best attempt to do Boris's voice. Uh, okay. SCP-610, unfortunately, in my opinion, Apologies is pretty to weak. I'm, this isn't supposed to be an insult. I'm trying my best, damn it, because I love homage. you. <laughs> it's an homage, exactly. And heavily reliant on the creepy picture, which was blatantly stolen artwork, and as such since removed. There seems to be some echo going on in the audio in this episode. And no comment reading. Sad face. Uh, yes, uh, the echo, I hope there's not this time. The tricky part oh. is if I get too close to my mic, it sounds like ASMR to tan, which oh, drives me nuts. There's a, uh, there's a, uh, reply here. Yeah, yeah we didn't realize we forgot until after we released the episode. <laughs> I'll be back next week. I'll what kill a whiny you. comment. Uh, the next comment from Andrew Marshall is 175AE-462-D7-L39, cool. to which I responded, Your complaint has officially been registered, smile. Chris Carlson says, oh, no comment reading, lol. These viewers have become spoiled. <laughs> hey, stop it. <laughs> yeah, you, save, you save, that, save that comment for the reader, uh, the commenter I want to roast at the end. <laughs> I think the GIs really add a lot to the SCP universe, and I would love it if you guys read some GI format articles, because it's not just SCP articles in the SCP wiki. We'll definitely check those out at some point, yes. Mm-hmm. Apologies. And there was, I, I believe the one, yeah, in one of the articles... Doing, you're fucking doing damage control in the comments I'm here. trying to be PR for the people. <laughs> uh, in, in the, in the, um, uh, in one of the SPs we read where it said, like, I think it was the, the Arthurian one, there was a word just mechane, and it linked, I think, to a group of interest article. <laughs> yes, I've just remembered <laughs> something funny. What? Remember that line in the uh, fucking Site 13 that Captain's edited to say Tanny? <laughs> Yeah! I was looking at the, uh, the comments yesterday. It's like, someone, like the last guy's like, Don't, Kat just edited this recently to say Tanny. Could this be a hint as to the sequel? <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so 
so sorry. It was just I for a stupid podcast. <laughs> I think you forgot to take it out. <laughs> so Loglog oh, says, no. don't think we didn't notice Mr. Anthony. Who? Mm, um, I, think, I, think, I think you're confused. Um, yeah. All right, I want to roast this last commenter, Melvin Sherman. He says, can you write a GOI thing? Which, one, is not what we do, but two, it may seem innocuous, but he commented this on, like, five different fucking videos, including Aetheral Space Hold videos. On. Hold on a second. This is one of our 511 Oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, yes, we will write a G- GOI thing. Tan, get on that. Uh, uh, no. Yes, maybe someday, but when <laughs> I feel like it. Anyway, yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to let too much rage out on you. I don't want to feel like I'm bullying you, but it was driving me nuts, man. We get it. We, we, we see we, it. We can't... Ro- we've only got 511 of these things. We can't roast them. Don't call them things. Oh, God. They can't even well, fucking hear me. I've stopped recording. Did you? Because uh, no. we're not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, what are they going to do about it? Mm-hmm. You'll keep listening anyway. Oh, my God. Comments, yes, Tanini, in the comments, or I'll know. Comment no, Tan Honey, if you'd like to join my rebellion faction. See what fucking happens if you do. So what next? What next? What are we doing, Donnell? You seem to have more uh, in um, No, that was it. I already did the thing I told you about the VTubers. I think we're ready to sign off. Uh, as usual, go to Royal Road or watch our videos and check out Aetheral Space. It's really starting to heat up in the next few, like, four episodes that are going to come out from now. So stay fucking tuned. It's actually hype. Uh, I wanted to leave a review on Royal Road, but it doesn't less, let you unless you read it, and I didn't want to make it account and speed through all the chapters again just to fucking write a review. So take my I word see. for it. I would appreciate if you did, but uh, <laughs> let's uh, sign off. It's time for the closing jingle that we do every episode. You've been listening to Discovering SCP with Tanhany Wilson and Darnell Jermaine. Bye! Bye! My name, second, my, my same name is not Wilson, just by the way.